This is SAFM Sport with Tabiso Musia. Okay, and Dr. Crosby Mlungwa joins us on the line now just to help us get a better understanding of this devastating situation that Inokumwepu finds himself in having uh, had to retire from football at the age of uh, 24. And Brighton did release a statement explaining what the condition is. And I think that's what we're going to dissect and get the doctor to give us a better understanding. Doc, good evening and thanks again for being able to speak to us on SAFM tonight. Uh, good evening, Travisa, and also to your listeners. Yes, Doc. Sad news about Inokumuepu, and it's, it's quite interesting that we discussed these hard matters last month when we had you on the show. What was your reaction to this? Yes, it's a very bad news. Uh, when I saw it yesterday, it was very traumatic to me also. Uh, very, very uh, sad end to his career. Mm. And, uh, but at the same time, I felt like uh, the medical personnel who was around him they might have done a good decision to um, assist him in making the decision. That is how it is. And then uh, even himself, he has taken it like a man. I saw his post. Mm. He has accepted it. He wants to move on. And that, that is it. We must also accept it and then allow a young boy to take a new career path. Yes, because ultimately life life goes on, Doc, and he still has his life, which is sometimes something that we overlook because all we do is just think about the football and that the football has come to an end, but he's got a, a lot of years in front of, of him. And, and maybe credit must also be given to the medical personnel for being able to discover this at an, at, 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 at an early stage as they've been able to. Yes, uh, that is it. That is very incredible. I'm uh, very happy about that. It's not an easy thing to determine uh, that uh, diagnosis. Honestly, to be honest with you, we we usually miss such diagnosis, and then uh, it needs an expert. Uh, the scientists, the genetics uh, experts, the cardiologist to come with this diagnosis and uh, to come to this. Uh, uh, achievement and also to be strong and come to it. Uh, so to be honest with you, with you, when we talk of the genetic heart disease, uh, those are very rare things. But uh, to do a test and get to that, it needs a, a very uh, good uh, expert or scientist. And for those who might have missed the statement, that just part of it from Brighton released yesterday reads that um, Inokumwepu has been forced to end his playing career following that diagnosis of a hereditary heart condition. The condition which can worsen over time would put Inok at an extremely high risk of suffering potentially fatal cardiac event uh, if he were to continue playing competitive football. And um, as a cl- and uh, as a club, we'll give him all the love, help and support that we possibly can to make sure that he makes a full recovery and the head of medicine and, perform- and performance 
parents uh, explain that it's a terrible blow, but he has to put his health and family first, and this is the right choice, however difficult it is to quit the game that he loves. And Enoch was taken ill while on the flight to join up with Zambia during the international break, and after a period in hospital in Mali, in Mali he returned to Brighton to undergo further cardiac tests and ongoing care. So, Doc, you said they say it's hereditary, it's, it's genetic. What exactly does that mean? Does it mean it runs in the family? Yeah, genetically, uh, what does it mean? That is hereditary. It runs through the family. Uh, you might have taken the gene, uh, maybe from one of your parents, or maybe one of the family, maybe the grandparents or, or the distant uh, family. Uh, these are the conditions, usually, which are uh, which are found by doing the genetic test. There are these conditions usually they are asymptomatic, and sometimes you don't have signs. But uh, if there are signs, which means it might be there, which are related to the heart. But if you do the test like ECG, which are normally done, uh, which uh, also the echo, you might miss them. But the genetic testing is the one which uh, can determine them. Okay, that's interesting then because, yeah, because like you said, it can be missed. And in the statement, uh, Brighton also says that um, the condition was not previously evident on regular cardiac screening. So that's what you are referring to, just the normal tests. Yes, that is what I'm referring. You know, uh, Tavi, so last time when we talk about the cardiac uh, arrest, Mm. I said usually when you go to the tournament or maybe when you go to pre-seasons, the all, all professional teams, we do the ECG, we do the echo, uh, just to determine the functioning of the heart and also to determine the other system in the body. So most of the time you can do those things screening, but you miss them. Mm-hmm. And you, you, every time when you do that, it's normal. There's nothing wrong about that. So how different is the genetic test? And do they have to test members of your family or something like that? Yeah, so sometimes what happens is when you are doing the genetic screening, you also find out if one of the family members has the heart disease or also if they had any of the family members have had uh, cardiac arrest. So once you have that, it must always ring in your mind that you must do further uh, testing. So you can do the genetical test from those family members who had cardiac disease, or you do the genetic test on the same player or the sibling and see if there is any abnormality uh, going on. Which is what then they would have probably found in this situation. Yes, if you uh, really understand uh, the statement of Brighton, Mm. they said he was sick Mm. and uh, he was admitted. Mm. From what I'm thinking is, he might be sick, and then with cardiac symptoms or cardiac signs, which propel them to do further testing, uh, or to do further cardiac testing. So that is what I think myself. Yes, because when he fell ill in Mali, I remember people thought it was just the water or something that he could have eaten. And then he was sent back to the UK. And I think then that's when the doctors came up with this. And then the the statement doc also says the condition manifests later in life. Um, does it become worse than by playing sport? Or why would playing sport then cause so much danger? Because now yes. he's had to stop. Yes, 
Yes. Uh, let me give an example of one which is very common, which we call the arthmogenic uh, ventricular disease, uh, which is a genetically uh, heart disease. So usually those people, they don't have any symptoms, they don't have any signs. The more you play, the more you engage in sports, uh, their heart becomes enlarged because it has to accommodate a blood output to the muscles which are functioning. So once the heart started to enlarge, and there also that uh, genetical disease is there, which means you are predisposed to irregular heartbeats, which can lead to cardiac arrest. Mm, okay, because, because you are active and you're doing a lot. Yes, yeah, yeah, I think you're doing a lot. The, 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 the heart needs to pump uh, a lot and it has to pump a lot of blood. Because mm-hmm. if you understand, if you are a professional athlete, uh, the left ventricle, it becomes enlarged so that it can accommodate a large amount of blood. So that when it pumps, it pumps a large amount of oxygenated blood to the muscle, mm-hmm. which are functioning. So immediately when it becomes enlarged, which means the more arrhythmias might be there. And then in normal life, now that he stopped playing, what are the dangers then? Can he continue normal life or does it still need to be monitored over the, over, over over time? Yes, it has to be monitored. The cardiologist has to do a, a regular monitoring on it. He can continue with a normal life. But now because there is no much stress which is put on the heart, mm. it becomes more better. It becomes more manageable. But you see, in life, you can have other conditions which can also predispose uh, to the cardiac arrest. Let's say now he's having this, uh, what I'm thinking, arrhythmic uh, disease. And then... Uh, he develop hypertension. Then you have two uh, conditions which are involving the heart, which can make it worse. That's why I said he will need a regular mon- uh, cardiologist monitoring. Well, for those who are just joining us, we are speaking to Dr. Crosby Mlungwa, just getting a better understanding of uh, the situation or the heart condition that's led uh, to the retirement, the sudden retirement of 24-year-old Zambian and Brighton and Hove midfielder Inokumwepu, who was obviously playing in the English Premier League. We have spoken to Dr. Crosby Mlungwa before on this show when we had a topic actually about the sudden heart conditions and heart attacks in sport, with some of them uh, proving fatal. And like he said uh, uh, earlier on, I think we must give credit also to them medical personnel for discovering this earlier because it could have been it could have been much worse than just than just playing football we're going to go over to brighton also and go over to zambia and also get reaction but you are welcome to send us your voice notes 061-4104-107 this is safm sport okay still speaking to dr crosby mlungwa doc then on the other hand what are the chances of getting of him getting a different opinion from other doctors in this situation Yes. Uh, look, uh, Taviso, what I've, uh, I've read about that Brighton, I think uh, the team like that, when you go to that decision, you don't go and listen to one cardiologist alone or one specialist. Mm. You first get the 
other uh, opinion from the other cardiologists. You also get other opinion from the genetic specialists, and then you come with the the decision. But you see, as a human being, also when you are there in this situation, you will never want to listen to one uh, medical personnel. You will have to get an opinion from other personnel, and then you make your own decision. Uh, on my side, to be honest, when we go to that uh, uh, decision, which is a career end, I will never do it on my own. And then I said, this is the thing. I will consult with my colleagues and consult with my senior and also with the professors. And then I come with the, uh, with the decision. And I will also tell them my opinion. This is what I think. And this is what I think is the best of the patient. Because, you know, Tavisa, when we do uh, sports medicine, we always put in our mind that when we come with a decision, we must come with a decision which favor the life of the athlete. The life of the athlete must come uh, to the front. So, so I think in this case, they might have done uh, thorough consultations and then come with a decision like that. And, and coming with a decision like that, as a doctor, Dr. Crosby Mlungwa, how tough must it be then to break news like this to a, to a, to, just to, to a patient or to a player, to an athlete? Yeah, yeah I'll tell you, so I, I'm honest with you, it's not easy. Uh, it's very difficult. And uh, you have to collect yourself and uh, take the patient to your confidence, sit down with him, explain all the pros and the cons. It's very difficult, even, I mean, Paris, just to a minor injury. If you have a M3 grade uh, 3, mm. or maybe you have the ACL injury, it's very difficult to go and tell the athlete, look, you are injured, and this is what we are going to do, and you are going to be out for six to eight months. It's very difficult to break those news. Especially if you are now we're going to a soccer World Cup. You get an athlete, you tell him that you are injured and you are, you are not going to play in the World Cup and then you are going to do rehabilitation after the World Cup. It's very difficult. And I ex- just imagine to this young boy, he has been doing very well to Bradshaw. I was very impressed about him. All of a sudden, you have to sit down with him and tell him, look, this is the end of the career. Very bad, to be honest with you. Yeah, can't be easy at all, Dr. Crosby Bulunga. We've got a couple of voice notes, 0614104107. Let's play them. Um, good evening, Tabiso. Um, I'm really saddened about um, what I heard about the guy. You know, it's a tradition. You know, still so young and um, still had, uh, had a bright future in front of him. But um, I'd just like to know what is the difference between his heart condition in that of um of Ericsson because Ericsson now is still at Manchester playing at high level. Uh, so I'd just like to know the difference between the two. Thank you. Hey Chaviso, how are you? Uh, it's very sad for a, a young man. Not for the young men, especially for for the countries, because we don't have a lot of players that plays in the English Premiership. So 
he was not the only a shining star for for Zambia, but the whole of Sadek. Yeah, he was one of us. You know, when you watch the Premier League, you also support the African players, regardless of which team that they play for. You know, Doc, there was yeah. a question there about Christian Eriksen. Uh, he's playing with the, is it called a defibrillator? Yeah, yeah, he's a pacemaker. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah, pacemaker just to determine the the heart Yes. Uh, yeah. So the question is saying we've seen players continue to play with hard conditions, even Nwanko Kanu back in the day. What would be different here then? Or when is that an option or not an option? Yes. What happened is, uh, uh, like what I'm saying, is uh, the one which I was thinking is uh, this is genetical, is a hereditary, which becomes worse when uh, you put stress on the heart. And that there is the one which is the, those guys, uh, Ericsson, he had a, a cardiac arrest. And the cardiac arrest, which was unknown, and it was investigated further, and it was found that this is a, a, one of those conditions which might have happened uh, due to maybe arrhythmias or maybe due to a uh, heart attack. You see, once you get the cause, and then you know that you can manage the cause, this is a different thing altogether. But with the genetic, it is there, and it will remain there. And even if you want to control, you want to control it that it must not get worse. But that thing is there, and it has been proven that this thing is going to lead to cardiac arrest. And it has been proven that this thing is going to uh, get worse uh, to that point. So if you are in that situation, you don't want to take a, a chance and then you said, no, continue. There are other conditions which are there, which you tell yourself that this one, I'm not going to take a chance at all medically. Uh, I will give an example, uh, Tariso. I had a player, when we do ECG, it shows an abnormality, mm. a very rare abnormality which is there. And this player has been playing for the last uh, eight years when I got in. I took the player to the cardiologist. Cardiologist, they said, no, the player can continue. There is not much effect which is even, uh, which will happen. And everyone, uh, even myself, I was still confused. Really. This player is going to continue, and this player has been playing. I took the player to the international games. Even the... Uh, tournament doctor. They phoned me at 12 o'clock. They said there's a player from South Africa with a very abnormal, very rare thing. Is this player playing? Is this player coming to play? I said, yes, he has been playing for the past eight years and he has been cleared by our local cardiologist. Then after the tournament, the same doctor came and said, Emma, this player is playing. And I, when you showed me, I was so surprised. The player, even now, is playing at the higher level, one of the teams, and he's still playing. And you see, those are the conditions which we know that they are rare, but they are, have been controlled mm. without any medication. The player is still playing. You see, and other conditions which we know that hereditary, and it has been proven, and scientifically proven, that these things can be worse like this. Like the one which I was talking about, the arithmogenic, uh, arithmogenic uh, 
uh, ventricular dysplasia. It usually occurs to young ones before the age of 40. And it has been proven that it can lead to cardiac arrest. Yeah, and it, you remind me of a st- story of Andele Jali just before the 2010 World Cup now when he had to go to the U.S. to get assessed and everybody was worried, but he's come back and he's played 10 years later and he's still playing up until this day. Just finally, Doc, before we go over to Brighton, we all know that some here on the continent especially also believe in traditional healers. And we've seen it in the past. I mean, players, I remember, if I remember correctly, Pape Fati, Pape Fati who was playing for Beatles Vets, also had a similar condition. And then he went to go consult a traditional healer and he got a different opinion. But sadly, he lost his life while playing in, es- in, in Eswatini. Would would this be another route to pursue then for, for, a, for a player or somebody who wants another opinion or who just can't believe what is happening? Yes, every person has the right of association with a, a traditional uh, medicine or Western medicine. Yes, uh, you asked the next question. I remember when I did my thesis. My thesis, uh, when I was doing sports medicine, my thesis was the same. The use of traditional medicine versus the Western medicine in football. I got a lot of uh, traditional medicines and I got a lot of uh, players who believe in uh, traditional medicine. Uh, it's players' right to go and do that and to do the Western, uh, to do the traditional medicine. However, Tavito, we don't have any scientific proof on the traditional medicine. That is an unfortunate part of it. And uh, even when we are doing our own medicine, we concentrated well, more of the Western medicine. We've never been taught about the traditional medicine. But I know that there are a lot of athletes who are using uh, traditional medicine who believe that traditional medicine assists them a lot. Maybe in this case, maybe they can go. Uh, we don't know. Is this choice? Is allowed to do that. Mm. And then uh, it's allowed to make decisions based on the traditional medicine. Okay, Doc. Thanks for the insight, Olus. Thanks for being able to speak to us here on SAFM, especially about these uh, issues that need experts like you. We really appreciate the education also. Uh, welcome, Chaviso. Thank you, Dr. Crosby Mlung, was speaking to us here about this situation of Inokumuepu. And we go over now to Brighton, to the UK, um, just to get more on this. And we are speaking to the Athletic UK, Brighton and Hove Albion correspondent, Andy Naylor, who is on the line. Andy, uh, good evening from us in South Africa. Thank you very much for being able to talk to us tonight. Good evening to you. I'm sorry it's not in uh, more cheerful circumstances. Yeah, no, really devastating news here, um, yeah, Andy. But how has this been received, that side in England, in Brighton especially? Yeah, I mean, it came as a shock. Um, there was an awareness that um, Enoch had been hospitalised while on international duty um, in Mali. Um, came back, we were told checks were, were ongoing, uh, still in the process, and... Um, the club actually held back uh, the announcement until um, 10 o'clock UK time yesterday morning. So when the news broke um, outlining the um, full circumstances, it, it, it was a shock. You know, this is this is a lad 24 years of age um, 
had a really encouraging first season with Brighton and, and looked like he could potentially kick on in his second season in the Premier League, albeit under a new head coach, because it's been a pretty um, crazy few weeks uh, at Brighton. Um, but very sadly, it's not to be. Yeah. W- would you say it was maybe a carefully guarded process from by the club, from the media, or did you guys get a hint that something was seriously wrong with Inokumwepu? Well, I tr- I, I, o- over the period, uh, having s- seen the uh, news that he'd been hospitalised and then returned, um, I was making calls sort of fairly regularly over that period, um, both here and, and, and to contacts um, uh, in Africa ab- about the situation. Um, it was slightly strange that... Um, there was no information at all. I mean, there was no, no, nothing from the Zambian FA to identify what what kind of problem it was. Clearly, now, when we look back, there was an awareness from the beginning that this was a cardiac issue. Um, so, um, you know, they it was kept under wraps, really, at, at both. And and how has he taken the news, according to your understanding? I know that he's released a statement on... Oh, I think we've lost Andy. Okay, we're going to take a quick break and we're going to try and connect back with Andy Naylor. But we still welcome your reaction, 061-4104-107. If you want to weigh in on what we're discussing, we're talking about the sudden retirement of... Um, Inokumwep with a 24-year-old Zambian footballer who was playing for Brighton. We had earlier on a clip from Graham Porter, the manager that actually signed him at Brighton, talking about how we tried to give him a call um, yesterday. We even had from Stephen Warnock, who also said it must be very tough uh, for a player just to go through this and be forced to, re- to retire. Um, Andy, I was just asking, how has he taken the news, according to your understanding? I know he's also put up a statement on social media, and he's actually even tweeted something a short while ago that it's not over until it's over. Uh, what do you make of how he's is reacted to this well the first thing to say about Enoch and anyone you speak to uh, from the club or associates of him is just what an upbeat character he is he's always he's always got a very positive outlook he's certainly the player if they have a bad result at the weekend he's the one who makes everyone smile when they t- when they turn up on a mon- Monday morning um, uh, at the training ground, I was told that in particular the um, restaurant staff at the training ground would be would be particularly upset by the news because they loved him. He he was such an engaging character um, to have around the place. Clearly, this is is devastating, isn't it, uh, for his career to be over at, at 24. But I, he's he's got very strong faith. Uh, his wife as well, Matilda. They've got a baby daughter. So if it's possible to look on the bright side in in these circumstances, I think Enoch is the type of character who will. And if there's any comfort at all to be gleaned from from his plight, it is that this was identified at a time which meant something even worse couldn't happen.
Yeah, no, true. I agree with I agree with you there. Sometimes we just seem to focus on the football and just forget about the rest of his life and he still has many, many years mm. in front of him here. Um Inoku Muepu. And and you spoke about just how he was loved at Brighton. What did he bring to the team? I mean, what did what did Graham Potter like in him? Because I even saw the new I even had the new manager speak actually I had of the first game saying that it's a pity that he hasn't been able to use Inok because that's one of the players that is identified that would be key um for him at Brighton. Yes. Well, really throughout their Premier League lifetime, Brighton, they've, they've been lacking a goal-scoring midfielder. Somebody drives forward and scores maybe six, seven, eight goals a season. Enoch looked like he might be that player. Um, he had uh, a few interruptions in his last season, uh, one or two minor injuries and illnesses. But in the games that he did play, we saw his athleticism, his mobility and his eye to move forward and, and his eye for goal. Notably, um, in the 2-2 draw at Liverpool at Anfield, when he scored a spectacular mm. goal. From, from outside the box. Absolutely, yeah. yeah. And, and, and that was voted goal of the season by Brighton fans. Ah. I actually happen to think that... His other Premier League goal, because he also scored in the Carabao Cup at Leicester, yeah. was even better. It was a it was a totally different type of goal because he finished off a really good move, but finished it really well. The ball was played across to him on the half volley and he almost stroked it in. This was at Arsenal. And the reason I say identify that goal is that not only was it uh, a good team move, but it came at a really important time for Brighton. This was April when they'd been going through a really poor run, they'd only picked up one point, I think it was, from the previous seven games. And it was that game, that 2-1 win at Arsenal, that launched them on a really positive run through to the end of the season that culminated in them finishing ninth, their highest ever position in top flight in England. So so that that stands out for me, as well as the more spectacular goal that we saw from him at Liverpool. Yeah, and and we saw we read in his statement actually, um, Andy, that he said that he's not going to be lost to football. He still wants to get involved in football. Is there any indication then of what the future holds for him now? Um, is that with Brighton? Is there a commitment, or is it outside Brighton? I think these are, it's very early days, isn't it? I think we're still coming to terms. I'm sure he's still coming to terms with with his situation. Um, I've 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 seen that perhaps he's indicated who knows might be something further down the line with the Zambian FA. All I would say is Brighton are a very caring, compassionate club. They have lots of former players working for them uh, in lots of different roles. So um, I wouldn't totally rule that out um, at some stage. But as I said, I think I think it's really too early to 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 know um what the future holds for enoch um we're still kind of digesting and as i said he's probably still digesting the situation mm. and just while we have you on the line before we go over to zambia how is the feeling in brighton now about where the club is i know they lost um grand, grand porter to chelsea and uh, Kukurela left, Bisuma left, but still, it looked like they were still able to continue without those key players there under Graham Porter. There's a new manager now that's come in. How's the feeling around the club? 
Still positive. Um, the irony is that Enoch's, what, what has turned out to be Enoch's final appearance came in what also turned out to be Graham Potter's final game as head coach, which was the 5-2 home win o, o against Leicester. Enoch played well in that game. That was his first home start of the season. He had an assist for one of the goals, was substituted late on, got a very warm ovation. You look back, we're only talking five weeks ago. Nobody could have predicted what would happen to Graham Potter in that time, that he would very soon become Chelsea head coach. But that pales really uh, in terms of what we now discover has has happened to um, Enoch. Okay, Andy, thanks for but speaking there's, but, there's still, yeah. but there is still, sorry, I was going on to say, there's uh-huh. still a positive mood. Roberto De Zerbi's came, come in, um, uh, Italian head coach. He's had two games so far. A similar style of play to Graham Potter. Similar, not exactly the same. Building up from the back. Um, and he's had a, he's got a really difficult start through October. 3-3 draw at Liverpool to begin mm-hmm. with. Lost 1-0 in his first home game against Spurs. They now play Brentford away, Nottingham Forest at home. Finished the month with two really easy games, Man City away and Graham Potter's <laughs> Chelsea at home. So it's a tough start for him. So he needs a bit of patience, I think. But the club is still heading in the right direction. OK, Andy, thanks for always being able to speak to us here in South Africa. Really appreciate your insight. No problem. Thanks, Andy no Naylor. Do follow him on social media, on Twitter, also very active, especially when it comes to news and the latest when it comes to Brighton and Hove Albion. We're going to take a quick break and we are going to get reaction now from Zambia as we continue to discuss this terrible story of the sudden retirement of 24-year-old Enoch Muepu. He's taking it on the chin, though, if you look at some of his posts and, and his statement that came out yesterday also. But like I said, today he still came back and he said it's not over until... God says it's over. At SAFM Radio and at Tabiso Musia on Twitter. And we now speak to the president of the Zambia FA, President Andrew Kamanga, who joins us on the line. Good evening, President. Uh, thanks for being able to speak to us in South Africa under these difficult circumstances. Good evening. How are you doing? I'm well, thanks. Thanks, President. What sad news coming out of England yesterday. What has been your reaction as the Zambian FA and just the people of Zambia? Well, I think uh, everyone is uh, in a state of shock, and the news is just still sinking in. I think, uh, as you would expect, uh, Enoch was uh, the captain for the national team. So to just wake up and hear that uh, you will no longer be playing football, it's quite uh, devastating. However, um, these are things we have to live with. Unfortunately, such is uh, life. And uh, like we always encourage uh, the players, the life of of a footballer is a short career. You can go all the way. It can end halfway. Sometimes it does happen. You stop playing because of injury or any other reason. So it's, it's a very difficult situation. But uh, we hope that the player will come round. You obviously transition into another role within football. But uh, as an FA, 
we are solidly behind him and will render whatever support uh, he needs during this uh, difficult uh, time. Yeah, and I saw he even penned a heartfelt message there to the to the Zambian SA, FA, actually, to the Association Inocomputer, as they call him. Have you been able to speak to him to find out how he feels, or even just his family, just to get the sense of how they've reacted to this? Yeah, I spoke to him uh, yesterday. Even uh, last week, I was uh, still talking to him. Uh, but uh, obviously, uh, it was... Um, difficult uh, conversation unlike uh, the previous times where we would always be laughing off and uh, uh, looking forward to to official engagements but uh, yesterday's uh, conversation was quite somber and uh, my message to him was uh, just to encourage him that look if anything we should just thank God that um, this situation has come up much earlier. It would have been it would have been difficult to to continue playing without knowing, and then unfortunately you run into an even worse of uh, situation. Mm. So I think it's just sinking in. But uh, he's uh, in good spirits, and he's uh, obviously requested that uh, he handles the issue uh, as a private uh, citizen so we allow him the time to reflect and but our doors uh, remain open for him and and we read a couple of weeks ago president that he had fallen ill on a national trip to mali at that stage could the doctor sense that there was something seriously wrong with him well, I think it's a culmination of uh, where we've ended up because we had the call-up. We were playing two games against Mali in Mali, and I think it happened uh, on the way when he was going. But um, the club had to send um, an air ambulance to take him back to the UK, and I think this is uh, where we've ended up. So uh, it's just... A very very unfortunate uh, situation. Was it was it on the advice of the doctors of the national team that he goes back to the UK, or was it Brighton that said he needs to go back to the UK? No, no, no. I think it was uh, the club because uh, remember, these players uh, are contracted to the clubs, but they are allowed to to play for the national team. So whenever we have such issues. There's always an interface between the medical teams of the national team and the club. And this is why you will find that in some instances, you call up a player, the club will respond that uh, the player has got an injury. Mm. And uh, in some cases, players are sent over, the national team doctor looks at them. But 90% of the time, I think the doctors are always on the same side because they still end up with the same diagnosis. And was it the first time that he had fallen ill on national duty? Was it the first time that maybe you were you you are aware of his situation until it was it was announced by Brighton yesterday? Because even in their statement, they also say that they missed it in previous tests that they had done. Yeah, yeah. In fact, it's the first time because uh, that's why all of us are shocked 
I think uh, in my case, I've been with them as uh, young players from uh, 2016 when I came in. Mm. They were playing in the under-20, and they won the Africa Cup in uh, 2017 at under-20. They played in the World Cup at under-20 in uh, 2017, Mm. and then uh, moved on to professional careers. But you can clearly see that with the involvement um, or the, the competitions they've been involved in, if at all there was anything of the sort, it would have easily been picked up at that point. Mm. So it's a shock to, to all of us because we are seeing it for the first time. Yeah, and I remember Petsin Daka also fell ill on that trip to Mali, but clearly he's fine now because he's come back and he's played uh, for Leicester. He's yeah, even he scored. played and even scored uh, the other... The other. In fact, yes. I think he scored two goals since he came back. Yeah, but this thing happened, yeah. and uh, I think uh, our appeal uh, initially, when uh, a statement was issued by the FA that uh, the players were not going to participate in the in the games, there was suspicion, and unfortunately, you tend to overlook what uh, people say mm. and uh, others for their own selfish reasons and obviously being uh, political were even uh, blaming the FA that mm. the players are refusing to play because the FA is uh, disorganized which wasn't oh. the case but I think we always stand on the truth if players are not uh, able to play who state that uh, they've been excused these things happen all the time. So did they find out what was wrong with Petson at the time? No, I, I think uh, that one I wouldn't go into any details because, you know, these are just uh, uh, medical issues. But certainly mm. it uh, it was a minor issue which got eventually sorted out. Otherwise, he wouldn't be playing. Yes. And and now, President, as we wrap up our our conversation, I mean, how big a loss is this for Zambian football? You mentioned that he was he was your captain also um, in Okumuepu, and it seems like he's keen to get involved in football also. Uh, would you also? I'm sure you would also welcome him back in any capacity if 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 when he's ready. Yeah, yeah. I mean, our doors remain open. He's a very fine uh, gentleman. And uh, he would easily fit in in a different different role with the colleagues. So I think where we stand, we've just taken a position that we are going to stand behind him and support him during this uh, difficult uh, period. So ours is uh, just to be there for the player. And we hope that whatever decision he's going to make going forward, we'll support it and uh, move with him. And do you believe this is the end of but his of career? Course as yes. A, yes, of course, as, a, as an FA, uh, it's a big loss. But uh, this is uh, football. That is why you always have a squad of 23 players. Of course, in that position, he may not be replaceable anytime soon. Mm. But um, we still have to soldier on. And, you know, we take comfort from the fact that, uh, to just give you an even worse example, uh, almost uh, 30 years ago, we lost our national team, the entire Mm. national team. But we were able to put together a new one, which even went on 
and missed uh, the World Cup qualifier by a point and still played uh, the final of the Africa Cup in 1994. And this was a team which was just assembled in less than six six months. Yeah. So these tragedies have a way of compensating uh, as long as uh, everyone gets motivated. And uh, I've spoken to all the colleagues around him and they all feel they owe him uh, a lot and whatever they would do is uh, to ensure that they do it uh, in his name. Finally, President, how have you been able to export such top talent to the leading leagues in Europe? I mean, you have players in the Premier League, Petsin Daka, Inokumwepu now. Um, you've got other players also playing in, in Europe, like Fashion Sakala, who we know about. What's been key here? What has what, what Zambian football been doing over the years? Well, I think our biggest uh, uh, area of focus, even now, we have a 10-year strategic plan. And uh, we've uh, gone to the basics. Of course, on the other side, the senior national team for Maine has not been doing well. We've missed out on the Africa Cup for the last um, three editions. But I think now we are coming good. We've been able to get uh, a few of our players into the most competitive leagues. But all this is because of the strong uh, structures we've put in. We have now a, a, a very strong under-15 national team, under-17, under-20, under-23. In fact, the under-20 are participating in the COSAFA now, and uh, they've qualified to the semi-final with a 100% record. So it shows you that uh, we continue working from uh, the bottom going up. We've also been exporting a few young talents. Recently, we have one player who was a captain for the under-17 has just joined the young boys in Switzerland. Mm. So we hope from all these uh, junior players we can get a number of them into Europe and strengthen the senior national team. Of course, it's something that uh, requires a bit of patience, but um, we will definitely get there. Because once we turn the corner... I don't think it will be unstoppable because our target now will be to focus on winning our second Africa Cup, qualifying to the World Cup in 2026, and then uh, moving forward. Okay, President. Thanks for speaking to us there and just giving us some insight into Zambian football. Zambian FA President Andrew Kamanga, also devastated, of course, by the news of Inokumwepu's retirement. We're going to have to leave it here. We have to go to news. Nil-nil between Man City and FC Copenhagen in the Champions League. Erling Haaland hasn't scored because... He's not playing.